Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Let's go. Zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap. Protect your peace, protect your energy. Welcome back to the Zen Trap. I'm one of your hosts, Yogi LG. And Zen P. And you're here for another Zen Trap perspective. ZTP, baby. ZTP. We have a great video for you today. Uh, ZMP, go ahead and introduce that. So we got a great video for you today, video review. Uh, it's from Impact Theory. We watch a lot of these videos from Tom Billu. It is Billu. <laughs> okay. So we got an amazing video review for you today. Uh, if you can't change your emotions, do this instead. It's from author Hal Elrod. So let's get right into it. Yo, Gelgi, who would you recommend this video to? Uh, I think I put something on here. People who are easily triggered. So if you like easily get off balance mm. or your mood is shifted very easily and you have a tough time kind of getting back and you soak a long time um, or even those people who are like, woe is me type people. Like, oh my God, my life sucks. Everything's so bad. Debbie please, Downers. Debbie Downers, please watch this video. Please. It gives so much perspective. What about yourself? Who do you recommend it to? Uh, definitely, I would definitely recommend it to the, to the same kind of group of people. Uh, outside of that, even if you're not a Debbie Downer type of people, I guess I'm elaborating more on what you said. People with real lots of anxiety. Uh, if you feel like you overthink a lot, whether it's positively or negatively, if you just feel yourself uh, losing focus, or uh, people who are in my situation, I'll say, who don't have a morning routine or evening routine, I would definitely recommend you watch this video too. Definitely, if you're looking to get a morning routine or even understand how a morning routine is helpful, uh, he mentions his book, I Miracle benefit Morning. You. Yeah. yeah, so Miracle, miracle Morning, morning. Um, definitely is the book we'll probably get to eventually. Uh, we watched this video first, and it definitely, I think, still hit the, the spot. Um, I guess, how would you describe the video in general? I would describe the video, of course, it's an interview, but um, I would describe it as a video of a man describing some of his hardships in life and how he chose to go about it, his his attitude, his energy. And I, again, from my background, I love the logic he puts behind it. So it's almost where logic and spirituality meet. And that means a lot to me. So I just like the structure of his answers and the clarity and him being so impactful with his words and still breaking it down from a logic standpoint and when I say from a logic standpoint I mean he knows his audience as well so he he says things multiple ways to make sure people get the message so he'll say it in the kind of big wordsy way scientifically way and then be like hey let me make sure I, you understand what that means and what that meant specifically for him right so that's that's what about you what did you um I think honestly it's a man talking about how much hard shit he went through like, his life was tough. I think the biggest thing that stood out to me was, like, he did, like, a he read a book about cancer before he had cancer. And he started eating, like, to prevent cancer and then got cancer. I was like, that sucks. Like That does. His life was really tough. And really, he just kind of started talking about how he developed a morning routine and that helped him look at life in a different way. Um, he started deciding, like, hey, I'm accepting where I'm at. I'm accepting all the bad things are happening. I'm hopeful that good things will happen still. But in the meantime, I can't soak over them. So I think that was just... Powerful. Yeah, it was powerful. And that was pretty much the summary of the video. It was just, like, how you look at your life, even though bad things may happen. 
Hey man, everything's relevant. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, so tell me what was your uh, favorite bar? Okay, favorite so bar. my favorite bar actually didn't even come from him. He said he found it from a quote. Um, and I'm gonna tell you my favorite, but I got a couple. Um, it was a Jim Rome quote. You can't have a couple. You can't have multiple favorite bars. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I just. Sorry. I'm just playing. I have like eight every yeah. every time. Um, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development, because success is something you attract by the person you become. To me, that was uh, it ministered to me like that was real because. A lot of times we focus on a goal or success in a way, we, we, however we define it, and we're continuously searching for this mark, but really you should be like trying to get yourself to a good space. I guess success is going to come, whatever that may be. As you develop you, success will follow. So I thought that was a bar for sure. Man, on that bar, just like you said, it did feel like a little six-minute sermon because he started to break down why that quote was so important to him. Yes. And what I what I really took away from it was how a lot of us, just people in general, everybody who's saying I can't find the time and stuff, or sometimes you can't. That's that's yeah, true, but true. we're working out of survival mode, and we're trying. It, all we're doing is just waking up every day and dealing with life, just yep. surviving, surviving, surviving. So we never are creating the space or taking the time yeah. to actually put a strategic plan together for how we can uh, become the person that we want to be to be successful and let that law of attraction happen to attract the successful things we need. And that's the importance of routines. Absolutely. Routines Absolutely. give you that space, that time and energy so that you can put it back into the personal development to be that person that you're defining as your your thing that you're defining as success. Yes. What you want to be is successful. He definitely breaks that down. What, what was your favorite bar? Oh, my favorite bar. Who? that was a good one. Oh, my favorite bar, because I think it also summarizes the video a lot to me, is you can be the most happiest and grateful you've ever been while going through the most difficult, scary, and painful uh, thing at the same time in your life. Yeah. Whew. How, everybody's going to say, how? how, how oh, please, how? watch the video. Nah, um, <laughs> how is what I think is my favorite chapter or section of the video? So we can go right into that. Yeah, absolutely. So my favorite chapter is also probably like, within, well, not chapter, section is like towards a little bit after the beginning. Um, it's him talking about being able, so I feel like I'm a very logical thinker, but also I'm very spiritual as well. A lot of things in spirituality, logic doesn't support a lot of those things. I'm okay with that and make peace with that. So being able to have the duality, having conflicting ideas of duality. So he was talking about the power of being able to um, believe something and then still being okay with the stuff that you don't believe. Like, right. um, so I had an example of like that. So like, okay. So being able to find value, I believe that you can find value in anything, all emotions, all experiences, all times. But I also do believe and understand of wasting your time. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that you are capable of wasting your time because of the perspective of me saying that you can find something from all the time that you spent doing something. But at the same time, I do believe and understand when people talk about, oh, that felt like a waste of time or that essentially was a waste of time because you're relating it to a goal. 
-hmm. towards this goal of me doing this. No, that did not serve me. That did not serve my purpose. That did not serve me in a positive time. But if I think back on it for this, I might can find value in it. So again, I think th that is being able to have conflicting ideas and seeing and taking wisdom and something from each one of those and believing all your different aspects and layers of it. So it's like having a lazy day, right? You yeah. Don't do nothing all day. You're like, man, I ain't do nothing. I, it was, I wasted time all and day. And now we flip it. That was my self-care day. That was my I needed that day. reset. Needed that. My body was yeah. telling me that. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. That was the biggest. I think if people can try and understand that, because that's why when we get in debate sometimes, either me and you or anybody in our friend group, I don't really enjoy when we get into the semantics of stuff, because to me, a good debater you can find a way to make your argument stick versus us trying to understand where we disagree at. Yeah. Because if we want to just keep talking about our narratives or something, we can do that all day long. We, you can find any type of piece of information to make it relevant towards your perception of what you saw. Yep. But what I look forward to and try to shape the conversation towards is us understanding where we differ at to see if it's really something semantics or if it's something that we, we truly don't differ at. You know, yeah. just really trying to break that down. Yeah. And I think that that portion where he was talking about the duality that was a, I like that word in general yeah I but, like that word too. <laughs> uh, but for me it was just like saying like I can accept where I'm at like he was talking about okay I could be paralyzed yeah the, I mean he got in his car accident and he was saying he wasn't gonna walk again he accepted that at the same time he was hopeful he was grateful he was uh, doing both, doing the work. He was doing whatever, like, oh, if I need to walk again, like, what can I do? Or even when he had cancer. All right, I got this super rare cancer. Within, like, days, all his organs started failing. He was like, okay, I got it. But what I want to do everything I possibly can to stay positive and help my situation. And a lot of the times we get down on ourselves and we get in spaces where we're like, Oh, there's nothing I could do. Lean into the depression versus yep. leaning into the positivity. Absolutely. So the duality of accepting where you are and not, you know, you can't stress over where you're at. It is what it is. You can. I mean, you can. But I think that's what he's saying is that I can't, I can't get caught up on that. Yeah, choose not I, to. Choose not to because then I can't move forward. I think two points that I like that I just want to hit on you was talking about from the video is they were talking about being emotionally invincible. Oh, yeah. And I would love I to hear your here. thoughts on being emotionally invincible because, one, to break down in the video, if you just care not to watch it, being emotionally invincible just means exactly what she just said. I've thought of different outcomes that could happen. I've taken five minutes to be like, okay, if I do this, then this could happen. I could never walk again. I'm okay with that. I've made peace with that. But I still believe that I'm going to walk again. But I'm not out here just telling people or trying to make me look crazy. But I'm emotionally invincible. So if I do walk again, y'all are surprised. I'm not. Right. Or if this does happen, I'm okay with it too. I'm making peace. It's almost like uh, the story we talked about Turks and Caicos with the boat. Like, if we don't get a boat, we're going to be okay with it. But we believe we're going to get a boat. We're going to get a boat. And I think he says, like, emotional invincibility is you're invincible from emotions controlling you. And you're in control of your emotions. That's the biggest part. A lot of people feel like they're in control of their emotions, but they're not. Right. Because you just lean into whatever it is, try and be like, because of my zodiac sign or because of this, my mama do this or because of this, that person did that. Yeah. We lean into like, again, points, excuses, experiences, past experiences. We stay in that prison that you talked about of, I believe I can change, but I also believe I'll be like this forever. You believe both of those things to be true, like logically, that 
You're going to be the same. Ain't going to be different. Which, honestly, me thinking about it out loud, that is true. Like, <laughs> you probably could. You could. You could. Like, that's possible. You could accept that your life is what it is. And it's gonna but you also different. can accept that that's going to slow you down from being this person that you, you say you want to be. You got to accept that because it is, for sure. 100%. All right. Um, I think my favorite section was kind of the end, which I already wait, had wait. Before we move on to that, because okay, again, what I, I wanted to set that up for: do, do you believe that? Like, do you believe in emo being emotionally invincible? Because I'm asking that question because I feel like a lot of people. Because you got to think about it like this: Can you be emotionally invincible and still be socially accepted and stuff like that? Be be still in a room and be socially, you know what I'm saying? With like and not come across in certain different ways. Like some of people who are emotionally invincible can come across as like just super optimistic. Mm -hmm. They positive about everything. Yeah. Some people can be emotionally invincible and be like David Goggins and just be like, I'm a bad motherfucker. Don't nothing mess <laughs> with me. So it's so many different forms of emotionally invincible. Yeah. I like, think, so I just want to hear your thoughts on like those different forms and like, do you believe in it? And like, yeah, I think I believe in it. I think a lot of times even y'all see me, uh, some people see me as like closed off sometimes as far as when it comes to like the emotional space. But ultimately, that's part of my inventability. Like I've accepted where I am. I'm doing whatever I can to move forward. But I don't really necessarily want to like talk about the bad. Like a lot of people want to vent. And, and sometimes I can't. I don't, in order for me to maintain that inventability, I've accepted it. I'm moving forward and everything is forward. Protect your peace. <laughs> Protect your peace. And so I think, um, yeah, I absolutely agree with it, and I, I try to practice it, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I know you do, so I don't even got to ask. I know you do. <laughs> I think we all know Well, you. what I'm working on, okay. even still in my emotional invincibility, is shaping how people receive it. Okay. So I can still be the same emotionally invincible person, but I can, I can be positive in it. I can do that, my favorite quote, and not make people feel miserable around me because I'm being emotionally invincible. That's something I can work on. You know what I'm saying? I get you. Because it's definitely easy to be like, dang, he don't care about nothing. Yeah, like everybody's <laughs> like down, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean. You don't feel my pain, you, Well, you projecting that onto me, right? Like, why you, why you, why you not being in charge of your own piece? He gonna hit you with, I'm invincible. I'm sorry. I don't know what you got going on over But I, I do that non-verbally, and I'm trying to not try. I will work on that, and I will create a positive environment despite whatever I may be going through internally. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So please, go into your favorite section. Uh, mine was the end, which we kind of already hit on, So, uh, but just talking nah, about... Yeah, just still, just say why success, was your favorite section. And so. Your success versus your personal development. We didn't hit on it like that, for real, because this is a different part of the end that I think you're talking about, about really... Um, creating that space like we talked about but like once you've created that space uh because i think um if if i'm looking up here you also have a quote that i liked or i saw something that i like so i'm gonna go into this this is another favorite section where you think about that it's just kind of what he listed what his miracle morning was so he basically researched and was like most of the successful people one have a morning routine so he was like i'm just gonna wake up an yep, hour early that's what i was gonna talk about and then two um when I do get up an hour early, what am I going to do with it? So I think he said it was like six things that all these successful people do, which is meditate, affirm, journal, exercise, visualize, and read. And he was like, all right, which one am I going to do? And then he was like, uh, yeah. how about I just do all of them? So yeah. he started this miracle morning where he meditated, he affirmed, he journaled, he exercised, he visualized, and he read every morning. 
And his wife was like, this is like a miracle. And she was like, yeah, it's your miracle morning. So that's kind of how it came up. Two, two things from that. Because like I said, when you talk, it kind of yeah, gets sure. me. To th- the power of him realizing in that short moment of, I don't need to take the shortcut of just like, one. I'm just going to do one of these. Yep. He could have did that and still got to the same results. Mm-hmm. But I think and believe from him doing all six, it got it attracted the energy a lot quicker. Just like he was in here saying, I think right after that he said, it was, it's crazy and scary how quick, because, like, even with him walking again, mm-hmm. him believing that, just doing, changing his mindset, and then he's, like, literally, like... Running a marathon. Stuff is happening so quickly. Yep. And I can, if we go to the story in your life that relates, I can relate. When I did have a strong morning routine, remember, I kept coming to you being like, yo, Lindsay, this is crazy. Every time <laughs> I have a question or something, it just feels like Pops up. Yeah, it yeah, comes, the yeah. answer comes up. That ain't happened in a long time now because I don't have no routine, but. <laughs> it does. And I think I, I like how quick he got it. And I think a lot of us look for like, oh, okay, well, somebody said this is a good idea. Let me just adopt that exact idea. Instead, Instead of, of shaping it for yourself. Exactly. And his shaping his was doing everything. And so he talked about even like how, uh, which I'm going to get to a point that I disagree with. He talks about I how. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love to talk about what we disagree on. Um, he. He start they're starting the miracle morning in like elementary schools. So it takes it's like a six minute routine and they do each one for six minutes or for one minute. And he was like, you know, I think it could like create world peace. And I was like, uh, dude, you're reaching. But he was basically saying, like, if you meditate and you affirm and you're doing all these things with your classmates, who can be a bully to somebody you meditated with? I disagree with that totally. However, I think the concept is really good. And they should do it in kids. And you should teach kids how to visualize and meditate and uh, affirm themselves and journal and exercise and read and all that stuff. And that's great. But I definitely disagree that that can create world peace because it's going to be somebody who can meditate with you. I can meditate with you and still attack you. You know what I'm saying? So which part do you disagree with? That it's going to create world peace. That's not going to create world peace. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I, I, don't, I have no clue. Yeah. All right, um, anything that relates to your life? I mean, you said one thing, but anything else? Um, I think I love the part about, and again, I guess how it relates to my life. Ah, yeah, so just, again, going to the beginning when you were talking about this video being for, like, people who, Debbie Downers, or just overthink a little bit. What keeps me so calm in situations or not, Overanalyzing things is again, I just want to drive the point home of making peace with a different scenario. So, understanding again, I think I've said this before like, your feelings and your emotional states are like clouds. Mm. So, like, even the most on both sides of the spectrum, even the most pleasure, pain, not ple- pleasure, joy, happiest you've ever been, that's still a cloud that's going to pass, just like the most saddest and everything in the middle. So, if you understand that. It'll help you because what he also said in the video that broke down that that really resonated with me is that like when people are struggling with stuff like that, it's usually because they're giving those negative clouds energy. Mm. They let the positive clouds kind of go by. Don't judge them. But as soon as a negative one comes up, why is this happening to me? They want to get to the reason of it so bad, whether it's positive or negative. But you're using most of your energy to not like take the time to if you want to take the time to figure out um how is this emotion best serving me 
and what emotion would best serve me so that you can choose to be in that emotion. So like if you're out in public, you're at a party or something, you start thinking that like, oh, I got a test tomorrow or this, man, okay, let me take two minutes, 60 seconds. Like, do I really want to be here now at this party and enjoy myself and I just don't care about the results of tomorrow of this test or dang, I really want to go home and study, make a decision, stick with it and choose the best emotion that's going to serve the goal that you want. And you'll, you, I promise you'll feel okay with it at the end of it. if Because if you choose that, hey, I studied enough for this test, I'm prepared. All right, focus on having a good time at the party. Now let's focus on doing stuff here. Or I'm not ready. Deuces, be out. Go study for your or, test. I'm not ready, but I'm not leaving. Except where you at. Except and whichever except what happens you later. Except it. And just keep doing that process and you'll get more comfortable with it. And as those negative thoughts come, you'll just be like, like he said, man, this sucks right now, but I sure hope it does, it's not here for long. Yo, and I mean, he even says in there, he talks about like, he gives himself five minutes to soak, right? And I think yeah. we mentioned this before, five minutes to just be like, dang, this sucks, traffic, I'm gonna be late. And he's like, five uh, minutes can turn to five days. Yeah. So you just really try to say like, hey, I ain't gonna be in this space for forever. Like he's saying, those clouds are going to move by. This too shall pass. And that's with everything. Um, I think my favorite or kind of something that relates to my life is more so, surprisingly, I think I thought everybody went through a lot of shit. And I think I've been through a lot of shit and I don't really like talk about it because I, I kind of become emotionally invincible, right? It's my perspective. I've had a lot of death in my family. I've had a lot of just random things that goes on in my life happen to me. Um, but people are like, dang, you went through, like, you don't ever talk about this stuff. Or I didn't know that. I didn't know these things happened to you. Well, for me, I've accepted what it is, and I move forward. I only want positive things moving forward. So I think this video just reaffirmed uh, that my emotional invincibility has been here for a while, and it continue on that path. I still think both are true, though, you know? Like... <laughs> What do you mean? Um, so one, thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And two, it's like, uh, and this is just my perception, my thoughts. Mm -hmm. When you have that emotional invincibility too and you make peace with it, it's, it's different types of making peace with it too. It's like I've made enough peace to move on and keep going versus I've made peace with it completely. Like I've, I've taken the time to either think about it, talk it out, understand where it's coming from versus I made enough peace to just be able to keep going, but this could represent, re introduce, introduce itself later. And to me, sometimes when you can't even talk about it, then you probably still ain't really, you made enough peace just to, to move on versus you genuinely really made peace to the, it. dealt with it. Made yeah. And I think root. that those are true in some situations that not in others, but yeah, for sure. All right. So again, man, uh, thanks for sharing that. Um, what can you take away from this video and apply to your life right mother freaking now? Um, obviously, focus on my morning routine. Um, I think it is coming up over and over and over and over and over again. And I don't know about choosing people, but I get into it and then I get out of it. And I get into it and I see the fruit from it. I see that it's amazing. I see that it helps me. I see that it sets up my day. And I can own my mornings and own my day if I do it but I somehow let life get me off track. So for me, it's driving home, and I don't necessarily have to do all six. I may find that four work better than, for me, right? Um, but just really starting that morning off right. 
um, and staying positive, staying, I think I put on here, that emotional invincibility, continuing on that path. Yeah, I was just struggling to not talk over you because, whoo, you preach it to the choir. <laughs> the thing I'm taking right now, because, again, how I speak on when I was doing a routine for a short period of time, I saw a lot of successes happen very quickly and just stopped. I have no reason. No reason why life, I made, I let life get in the way. As it naturally does, I show myself grace for that. I can do better and will do better. I'm going to get a, not only a morning routine, an evening routine, and I'm going to be consistent with it. I'm going to have enough respect for myself and my people around me to actually do it and stick with it and see what happens. That's fantastic. We back on morning routines. We back, Just, baby. We back, baby. Just like that. <laughs> And All if right. I need an accountability partner, I know I got plenty of people in my life that would love to hold me accountable for my stuff, but not theirs. I'm just like, not really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> no. uh, so anything else you want to leave with the people? Anything else? Nah, man. Hey, look. Respectfully. Go out there and do the work, lazy. Respectfully. Respectfully. No, for real. I think this, this video is solid. Um, definitely if you want to kickstart just changing how your days look. I'm telling you, you start stringing it together good days, they'll turn to good weeks and good months. Oh, man, what are we going to leave them with? Yeah, yeah. And apologies for the interruption. <laughs> That's what I work on. But sometimes it's needed. Okay, and good years, for sure. That is a fact, what you just said. And also, do you remember that, that formula they was talking about? Having unwavering faith. I got it. Plus, I knew. That's what I told you. Extraordinary. And you still didn't say it, I though. <laughs> I, you want to take it away? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I, I was... Please. No, I want you to, because I'll think just it was, fill in. It was just the formula. I'm trying to remember what the formula was, too. But uh, it just talked about having unwavering faith. Oh, it was what... He found the, the qualities that all successful people who have done some extraordinary successful yes. results have. The two things that all of these people had. Unwavering faith and extraordinary effort. And those two, if you really look at that word unwavering, Ooh, that is just a super, super, super consistent word. And we're not talking like six days out of seven. I'm talking about unwavering every day. My faith, my faith in God is unwavering, right? I know it's going to happen. But your faith in yourself, can that be unwavering? Have you ever had unwavering faith in yourself? For sure. For sure. Going for to sure. college. Oh, going okay. to college. Of saying I'm going to college and I'm not paying for it. Dang. I had unwavering faith in that. And I saw right, wrong, and different for my ego. I saw other people going to college that were not paying for it. And I know I can. If y'all going, than him. you said that, not me. If y'all going for free, I'm going for free. For sure. And I, I don't believe nothing else. Yeah, I didn't even have the mind to do that. Like, I knew I was getting. Well, it. I just kept. I mean, when we was in school yeah. at our age, all you kept hearing about most people saying is scholarships, how to apply for scholarships, mm -hmm. you need scholarship money, this, this. And then I would keep hearing people say they go to college for free or people pay for it, all of this. And I'm like, all right, I need that. <laughs> for sure. I need that. So that was very important. But also in the unwavering faith, it's not saying that you're not skeptical. Sometimes you don't question some stuff. Unwavering faith to me believes that your actions align with the unwavering faith. Even if you have those skeptical days, you keep going, and that's the believing in the unwavering faith. You keep going. Even with life or all whatever's happening, 
I still believe the duality of both sides. Like, yeah. if this door closed because my legs got cut off and I can't play basketball, I still believe I can play basketball. So now I'm in a wheelchair shooting, playing basketball. And I'm okay with all those different options and stuff. So that unwavering faith part speaks to a lot of, like, the motion, the strategy, the belief. And then the extraordinary effort speaks to the action. Yes, absolutely. Which faith without works is dead. Come on now. Come on now. You in the booth. Uh, so I think that that was definitely a bar that we, I'm glad we leaving them with that for sure. Unwavering faith and extraordinary I mean, effort. Look, in the video, <laughs> in the video, he literally was like, when he talked about it, he was saying how everybody wants to fulfill their potential. That's what we talk about all the time. We could have millions of TED Talks. disagree with that, but go ahead. What did I say? Tell no. me what I no no no. Tell me what I said. Everybody wants to reach their full potential. You disagree that everybody wants to fulfill their potential. Correct. Let's talk about that, please. Um, I want to understand. Yeah, I just want to understand. And I'm because I'm surprised that you disagree yeah, with that. I'm, I'm gonna just use myself. A year ago, I don't want to maximize my potential. I know, I know, I'm more than capable of doing what I'm doing right now. I know that my life can be way different than where it's at. I don't care to. It takes too much effort. It's going to take unwavering faith and extraordinary effort to maximize my potential. And I'd rather just be lazy. It's easier to do this. It's easier to not believe in myself. It's easier to not give effort. It's easier to not start a morning routine. So I don't believe that everybody wants to maximize their potential. I'm making faces on purpose because... I understand what you're saying because okay. I believed in that at many moments in my life as well. Right. I think now I understand where you disagree, with, and this is why I link stuff to semantics. Okay. Because I think right now you're trying to say just based off the word everyone that like you saying because you you don't then that means that everyone doesn't want that. Is that not true? Is that not how you were interpreting it to disagree? Because if not, the other side of it I'm saying is. When I say everyone wants to fulfill their potential, just like you saying now, would you say you still don't want to fulfill your potential? No. Uh, okay, so I think... You're saying everybody has that moment where they switch? I'm saying that at some point in time, whether people do it or not, because everyone is capable, do you agree with that? That everyone's capable of fulfilling their potential, whatever their potential is? Yeah, I think everybody's capable. Okay, let's start from there. You agree that everybody's capable. I agree that everybody's capable too. So to me, that sentence alone is the, um, is, is the exact same thing. Oh, I, yeah. That, maybe it is. Semantic. By wanting, it's saying that everybody wants to be successful in their own outright, whatever success is to them. Success could be sleeping all day and playing video games, whatever they deem to be successful. I don't even know. I don't even want to try and get into Different ways people yeah, define success for themselves. Success is one thing, but my thing is, there's plenty of people who know they could do better and they don't. Yeah. But you're saying they want to and they just don't. Yes, a thousand percent. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. But I mean, I, maybe it's semantics. I I believe they I know. Can. I, I guess I guess that's why I'm saying yeah. you don't agree that everybody wants to. Correct. And you're just saying that based off their actions or. What like what? Why do you feel like everybody doesn't want to? Like, why do you feel like somebody, somebody is choosing to not fulfill their potential? Uh, because they don't, 
And they can. So their actions. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that to me is where we disagree because I'm I'm if I judge people based off their actions, then yeah, I would agree with that. What are you judging off of? Intent. Like intentions and all these other factors and stuff like that. Like I, I, I take everything into consideration. Their actions, intentions, um, and also some of like if we if if you talk about the Bible and celebrities, people in general, we always talk about how like people whose actions were something wild before they were never gonna be this, end up fulfilling their potential and changing. So and you probably can ask them back then, like, maybe they were in that mindset that they didn't want to, but deep down they really did. If they tell you, like, later on in life, like, I was just too scared to tell everybody. I was too scared to put myself out there and do this. So I still believe that everybody wants to fulfill their potential. Now, can they admit it? Can they say it? Are they doing stuff about it? Probably not. Or everybody would. Okay. Yeah. So I just, again, I, I would have felt like you would have felt the same way, so I just didn't know those points where we disagree at. And I think it's just the way you look at it in the actions. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, I'm looking at actions. But you were saying something, I'm sorry. You were talking about how in the video he talks about. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. So uh, if you ask somebody, um, do they aspire to be happy? And what level you aspire to be happy at? Mm -hmm. Everybody is going to say a 10 is what he would say. Like nobody's going to say, I aspire to only be seven happy. Only six happen. No, I want to be a ten. And then if you ask them, what's the level of per, per, what's the level of personal development you're putting towards it? That's where that number is. Like, oh, I'm only really putting like a one. Now that personal development to me can be changed out with like what level of effort, what level of mm -hmm. attention, what level of this that you're putting towards it in all those different categories. So I think if you look at all of those together, mm -hmm. I think it'll go back to what I'm talking about that everybody like wants to fulfill their potential they may not know how they may not have this or that but deep down they really want to i believe that yeah cool i agree with that i agree that you can agree with that <laughs> i don't know if i agree i, I definitely saying, like what i, I agree that you can agree, agree with that i what? definitely agree that people would say they want a 10 but to me you can't really want something if you ain't trying to put no action behind it that's not true you can and you know that what do you like what do you I mean, yeah, you what do you mean? Like, I can, can want to be a sailor, and I'm not taking no classes. I'm not doing – I want to be a sailor. So, But I guess my thing is, like, if I want to reach my full potential – I feel me, like now you're saying a different – you're going to okay. say a different statement now. But that's what I'm going I'm to let you finish it, though. But I feel like you're going to try and alter a little bit. But say, say, please say the statement. If I want to reach my full potential, mm -hmm. that implies to me I want to give to give the effort it takes to reach my full potential. And maybe that's semantics I'm caught up on. Is that well? That's the difference to me. You just added a, something that it implies. Yeah. Because for it to imply something, then you're making assumptions off of stuff, and you know what I'm saying. You're not taking mm -hmm. it for what it is and what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Because if, if we want to talk about that, like, because to me that turns into the question of why everybody doesn't fulfill their potential, and I'm just talking about that everybody desires to fulfill, fulfill their potential. Whether they admit it or I not. I don't even think everybody knows their full potential. I agree. So how can you... All right, yeah. How can you want something you don't know about? I want plenty of stuff. I know there's plenty of stuff out there that I don't know, and I want all of it. Yeah, and I think that's extraordinary, is what I'm saying. I don't think everybody's like that. Okay, I agree with that too. So if, if, if you can't even visualize what your full potential is, and you... 
you you're not in your space where you're saying I accept I know there's stuff that I'm I can do that I don't even can't even imagine. You're not in that space. Then how can you want to really like? I don't know. That's semantics. Let's. <laughs> how can you be born in China under Buddhism and then end up believing in God and being a Christian? Like how, like. I don't. That doesn't relate at all. But. Why does it not relate at all? How is that different from what you just said? I guess. Like, like, how can I be born somewhere where they don't talk about Christianity or and I don't believe in God? Or how can I be born a, a racist and have all this racist energy and stuff and then eventually turn into a person that loves everybody and cares for, like, how can, how can, what if I turn and become a monk or some girl turned that was a prostitute and turns and becomes a nun and she knew nothing about nuns or something, or she becomes something that she's never known anything about? How does that happen? I'm not saying those things aren't capable of happening. What I'm saying is you couldn't have desired that if you didn't know it, is my point. That couldn't have been your destination. So you're saying literally that specific thing couldn't have been desired because you don't know it. Correct. I agree with that. Okay, cool. That's all I'm saying. Is your fullest potential you may not even know. I agree with that. So but I don't see how that takes away from what I said about so everybody. You can't want that if you don't know it. I, I know I know from what I see is my full potential. So you think I you know who the person you're gonna be and what that potential is right now? I I'm I, asking you a question. I think I have a very good idea of what that could be. My maximized potential. But what I'm saying is, do you know what you're gonna be like what your full potential is? Do you know that ceiling? hundred percent no. Do you know you want to reach it? Uh, yes. I at least want to reach the idea that's in my head. You don't want to go past that? I didn't say I don't want to. Well, I'm asking you that. I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. You don't know if you want to go past your like wildest if, dreams? Yeah, for sure. Like, for example, if my potential is being somebody as in, in the light and in the media as Oprah Winfrey, right? I got as much money as her. I got a very similar life as that. I don't know that, so I can't, I don't necessarily desire that. Honestly, I don't desire to be Oprah Winfrey. And if all those things stop, start coming to me at that level, I don't know if I would want that. So I guess you, so what I'm hearing you say is you feel like your wildest potential could be something that you truly don't want. Correct. Okay, so again, that's why I'm trying to have this conversation is trying to understand where we disagree at. To me, your potential is going to be positive stuff already. Like, I don't think your potential can be negative. In the sense of the stuff that we're talking about, I don't think we've ever implied that your potential could be something that you truly don't want. It can still be a positive thing, but I not want it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. But to me, the potential that we're talking about is the potential of something that you do desire, that even if you don't know you desired it, once it came to you and you learned that, that's, some, that's what you desired. Okay. I just wouldn't be implying, I'm trying not to imply and talk about your potential is to be Michael Jordan. You've become Michael Jordan and you're the unhappiest person you've ever been. Mm-hmm. Okay, that wasn't the potential I was talking about. That to me is not your greatest potential. Your greatest potential is what you deem as to be success or your thing that is your purpose that helps serve others and stuff. Now, basketball could do that and serve others, but if it's not serving you, then that's not your greatest potential to me. Yep, I completely agree, Dan. Oh, okay, cool. That's what I thought, and I thought you did, so that's why. So to me, you started introducing other areas and aspects that didn't 
lead into both of those categories of it serving you and serving others and meeting all of those things. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Thank you for that for that insight on that. I appreciate yeah, that. I mean, I love to keep talking about it like that, and I, that's why I like to drive away from the semantics part because if we sit here and imply and assume stuff, we can have a conversation all day long and make these different scenarios and try and make stuff fit in them. But if we start talking about what specifically are you disagreeing on and why, and if you don't know why, cool, take some time, let's do some research on it. All right, let's come back and talk to it when you. Or rephrasing what I'm saying to make sure you understand. Like, okay, when you said this, are you saying this, this, and this? No. Okay, cool. Now I'm getting stuff out of the way. Stuff out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Figuring out where we where we agree and where we disagree. But I don't know if you got to wrap up. I, I'm I'm all I'm all talked out. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, again, this has been another Zen Trap perspective. Uh, the video is if you can't change your emotions, do this instead. Hey man, go out there and. Find your potential, your positive potential. Uh, again, the video is How Elrod, um, and it's an impact theory video. We highly recommend it. Go watch it. Leave us your thoughts. Leave us your comments. We would love to hear from you. Again, um, I'm your host, Yogi LG. Zip Protect your peace. Protect your energy, man. We out. We out. Go get you a routine. For sure.